and welcome into a new episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. I spent time last week at the Cattle Industry Convention at NCBA Trade Show in Orlando, Florida, and had a conversation with Dr. Julia Herman, veterinarian for NCBA. Here is that interview. And joining us now here at Cattle Industry Convention in Orlando, pleased to have a conversation with Dr. Julia Herman, veterinarian with NCBA. And Julia, it's good to see you again. Thanks for joining us here at Cattle Convention. Thanks, Jesse. It's always it's always fun to catch up. Well, uh, let's talk biosecurity on the ranch. Such an important topic. I know there's been various news headlines and items out there talking about biosecurity around the world but let, let's talk about here at home and some of the things that we need to keep in mind uh, for our ranchers uh, out there in, in feedlot country and more and just talk about you know biosecurity in general and, and why it's just so important here uh, in 2024. Sure so biosecurity I mean I- I have to I have to define that most of the time. I mean, because I think biosecurity means a little bit different thing to a lot of different people. So when we talk about it on with our cattle, is we're keeping keeping diseases out of you know out of the operation, keeping those animals healthy. Sure. If you do have. Uh, if you do have an illness, say you're having a scours outbreak, you also want to keep that disease in that specific population. You don't want your healthy animals getting sick. So there's two different aspects to biosecurity. And I think a lot of what we talk about in the BQA program funnels right into biosecurity. Um, so good nutrition, it improves your immune system or the cattle's immune system so that they are able to fight off whatever yeah. uh, pathogens are coming through. Having that herd health program with your veterinarian. So developing a vaccine program uh, to vaccinate against all those prevented, preventive, preventable diseases like mm-hmm. bovine respiratory disease. Um, and then, honestly, low-stress handling plays into biosecurity. If you handle those animals as with the least amount of stress, you're not putting stress on their immune system, and you're not setting them up for maybe a, a BRD outbreak or break. Um, so biosecurity looks at uh, there's all different ways if you can protect those cattle. Um, and it really comes down to the people that, that are on the mm-hmm. operation, too. Um, the two-leggers uh, can bring, you know, they can bring manure from another operation onto your operation. They could, you know, if they're working with a sick animal at the feed yard and they go home to their home cattle, did they change clothes between that? Um, I think we also think about biosecurity for transporters. And so our professional drivers, um, you know, taking care of uh, themselves, um, making sure that they're keeping themselves healthy. Uh, That's also a part of biosecurity is keeping your humans healthy. But um, from a transportation aspect, you know, are you cleaning that trailer out between like if you have to haul calves tomorrow, but you hauled adult cows today, did you clean that trailer out because you don't want those young calves to be exposed to whatever those adult cows had? Mm-hmm. So I think there's lots of elements of biosecurity on the ranch that we can continue to work on. And uh, I mean, we use it as a training tool. I mean, that could be an annual training for anybody on the operation. I mean, from a, the cow-calf sector to, you know, calf ranches um, to uh, feedlots, stocker operations, everybody can really utilize biosecurity and try to improve that. Uh, we have lots of uh, oper- resources mm-hmm. uh, that BQA rec- or offers. We have a daily biosecurity plan that we talked about last year. We put that into an online module so people can walk through that um, in their own time, learn about the different principles of biosecurity, uh, how they can keep their cattle safe, and then um, 
walk through that uh, plan that goes through 12 different areas on the operation. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reason we did that, and uh, I can't remember if we talked about this last year or not, but that plan mirrors what the Secure Beef Supply Plan does. And sure. so the, the Secure Beef Supply Plan, you were talking about um, disease threats from uh, across the country uh, and across... Um, around the world. Around yeah. the world. Yeah. Uh, the Secure Beef Supply focuses on prevention or preparing producers um, and preventing foot and mouth disease uh if it comes to the U.S., yes. um, it's a plan that producers can voluntarily prepare for now. And so if the outbreak happens, they're better prepared to manage through that outbreak with this plan. Mm -hmm. And so we really tried to um, mirror the different sec or the different topics from the secure beef supply plan in our daily biosecurity plan so that, that the daily biosecurity plan is an intermediate step to that mm -hmm. really enhanced biosecurity plan that's going to take a lot more cleaning and disinfection a lot more record keeping a lot more specific steps to uh proving that foot and mouth disease didn't get onto your mm -hmm. farm mm -hmm. Well, and I think with everything you, you were mentioning as well, uh, the thought kind of popped into my head, you know, I, and I know that, you know, our, our ranchers and our transportation people, et cetera, et cetera, you know, don't want to introduce any sort of diseases or anything, don't do this. But sometimes if you get going a little too fast one day, maybe you don't think about it. Like you mentioned, maybe you don't change clothes from one, you know, op operation down the road you come back to the other etc and you're just trying to get things done real quick sometimes if you cut a small corner even a small corner that's what can lead to issues so you know with what you guys do with the bqa program and education and more and tying that back into things here i feel like it's just a, it's a good refresher it's a good reminder to not cut some of those corners and make sure you do things right every single day, right? Absolutely. I, um, I'm reminded of, so uh, a couple years ago, I got to go to Uganda and study foot and mouth disease. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they, have, they have it all the time in their, in their operation or in their country. And so they just have to manage around the disease. But one of the operations that we went to that had an outbreak, so their farmers, um, one farmer had sick cattle. The neighbor, the neighbors came over to help him because he needed help with his sick cows. Those neighbors ended up taking foot and mouth disease back to their, their mm -hmm. operation. Mm -hmm. And that really resonated with me because their beef producer community and our beef producer community are very similar in we all, we're all, we're a community. So we're helping each other. Like how, how often, uh, you know, do you go help? Um, well, I'm in the West. So, yeah. uh, how often do you go help brand and vaccinate? And, you know, are we making sure that our boots are clean? Our, you know, our clothes are clean when we go help with the neighbor's cattle. Are we cleaning our horse and tack off when we move to the mm -hmm. next place? There's just some really basic things that I think we could just sit sit still and pay attention to and try to remember that we need to not just protect our cattle, but we want to protect our neighbor's cattle also and what are steps we can do to do that. Definitely. Dr. Julia Herman with NCBA. Thanks for joining us here at Cattle Industry Convention. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Thanks for making the time. We will look forward to talking again soon. Thanks, Jesse. And once again, Dr. Julia Herman, veterinarian with the National Cannabis Beef Association, joining me at the Cattle Industry Convention last week in Orlando. We'll have more highlights from the convention coming up here throughout the week on American Ag Today. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Thanks for joining us. Have a great rest of your day.